I only want to partner with companies I believe in. When I was introduced to the concept of almond cow, I was instantly intrigued. Almond cow proves you can easily use any nut, seed, or grain to make healthy homemade plant-based milk. There's no soaking, no straining, and really no mess. For me, I love to make almond milk. It's so smooth and I save so much money. And bonus, I don't have to lug a heavy gallon home with me. I can make it with their simple and easy to use machine at home. Do I have you intrigued? For listeners of the Yorga News podcast, Almond Cow is offering a special code for you that gives you $25 off your purchase of $200 or more. You can shop at almondcow.co, that's co, not com, and use your good news at checkout. For more information, head to the show notes for a clickable link. Hi, and welcome to the Your Good News podcast with me, your host, Katherine Getty. Each Thursday, I'll give you the scoop on the good news coming out of Washington and how you can get involved with this thing called democracy. Welcome back to another episode of the Your Good News podcast. In the recent weeks, I have been talking all things debt ceiling. And so as everything is settled, a new debt ceiling or spending of the current debt ceiling has happened. I also want to take a moment to dig in even deeper to give you more insights. I've I've commonly referred to the debt ceiling as the U.S.'s national credit card, but what is our national debt? What does it stand at? What could it mean for us long term? And so I'm going to dive in even deeper, more debt talk today. So the U.S. national debt refers to the total amount of money owed by the U.S., to creditors, both domestic and foreign. It's the cumulative borrowing that the government has taken over time to finance budget deficits. So when the government has spent more than it gets in, so it spends more than the revenue it gets in from taxes and other sources, that's when we're in a deficit. The national debt, as I've said many, many a time, is like a personal credit card. The different types of debt, though, are non-marketable and marketable securities. Going to be honest, I had to dig in even deeper because I was like, what does that mean? I thought debt was debt was debt. Mm, I guess it's not. So marketable treasury securities are treasury bills, notes, bonds issued by the U.S. Department of Treasury to borrow money from individuals, institutions, and foreign governments. So maybe when you were a child, a grandparent bought you a bond. That's an example of a marketable security. These securities are considered safe investments since they're backed by the full faith and credit of the U.S. government. That's why passing the debt ceiling bill was so important because the credit of the U.S. government is basically our name. Then there are non-marketable securities, so savings bonds, government account series, and state and local government series. Those cannot be sold to other investors. The current size of the U.S. national debt is often measured in trillions. Yes, you are that right, trillions of dollars. And it's currently at $31.47 trillion. Take that in for a second. That is a lot of money. It's influenced by a variety of factors, government spending, tax policies, economic conditions, interest rates. So you think about how these things all interplay it's really important that we are thinking about if we're going to spend more, maybe we need to do this on tax policy or for the economic conditions aren't great. And we have seen that happen in the last few years. 
Maybe we need to consider a different policy. All four of those things, so spending, tax policies, economic conditions, and interest rates, play a huge role in our debt. When the government runs a budget deficit, it has to borrow money by issuing more treasury securities, increasing the national debt. Conversely, when there is a budget surplus, which hasn't happened since the 90s, the government can use the excess funds to pay down the debt. That would be nice. So how does the recent debate that we have all witnessed play into this? The debt ceiling, as a reminder, is a piece of legislation. Congress has to pass it, and the president must sign it to become law. It is like a credit limit. It is the highest it can go without going any further. Unlike a personal credit card, though, the U.S. government can't just adjust the debt ceiling. You can't call that credit card company and say, yeah, maybe give me some more a line of credit. When the, we hit the debt ceiling, you have to go through the extraordinary measures. You have to do all this, these different um, considerations. You can't just raise it. You know, the Treasury Department can't just raise it. It has to be an act of Congress, which, as we see often, is not easy. So since 1960, Congress has acted 78 separate times to either permanently raise, so giving an exact dollar limit that it could go to, temporarily suspend or revise the definition of the debt limit. The U.S. national debt, though, has been steadily increasing over the last few years. You've seen it and I mean, really since the 90s and then with COVID, it did not help. The economic downturn in 08 also added to it. Some level of debt, though, is okay. And while it has been increasing over the last few years, having some debt can be necessary for economic growth and stability. However, high and rapid growing national debt can cause consequences. This is how that national security, economic security kind of plays into the consideration. You may have heard that in the last few weeks. This is a national security threat if we default. Things that could happen with rapid growth of a debt, of the debt, increased interest payments, we would all feel that. Reduce flexibility in fiscal policy. It would back lawmakers into a corner to have to make very few decisions. And as you know, Congress doesn't do well when they're told exactly what to do. Potential inflationary pressures, I think we've all been experiencing inflation over the last few years, or, and, and or a burden on future generations. 31.47 is the current national debt. That is massive. That equals, I think, about $250,000 per tax-paying adult. It's a lot of money that the of the debt of the U.S. government. I will say managing and addressing the national debt, though, is a complex task. I think we've all witnessed this. It requires careful considerations on planning, discipline, consideration on how those discipline and planning impacts long-term growth. I think leaders really have to come to terms in an agreement on how to balance the need of government spending with the goal of maintaining a sustainable level of debt. I would argue $31.47 trillion is not sustainable, and I think you'll hear that coming even more. Following the deal that's passed and signed by the president as of June 3rd to suspend the limit until 2025, so that's kicking the can to the next session of Congress and the next presidential term, may that be President Biden or another person. 
lawmakers are going to need to continue to have a debt ceiling conversation. And in the context of our spending, lawmakers will hopefully continue to debate what we as a country need to do to rein in the trajectory we on. It's not sustainable. I think everyone during this debate agreed upon it's not sustainable, but the hard part is where do we find the cuts? Are there tax increases needed? What do we do to address the mountain of debt that we as a country are under and that, you know, I said earlier, other countries can buy our debt. That is a scary concept. Think about the fact that a foreign adversary could buy our debt. That doesn't sit well. So it's my hope that this continues a conversation. I think it will. I think we'll see how the appropriations process turns out. What do they do? How do they get? Do they achieve regular order, i.e. the 12 bills, or do they have to go with an omnibus of some sort? More will be delved into soon. And, you know, also the national debt has economic and national security concerns. And it's my sincere hope that good policy comes forth. So stay tuned. More to come, as I often say. And I hope today's episode helps give you even more insights into the debt and why it's so crucial that we address it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for spending time with the Oregon News Podcast today. Thank you for spending your morning, afternoon, evening with me. We appreciate it. I say we as if I have a mouse in my pocket, but thank you so much. It really means a lot. And as always, tune in next week to another episode of the Oregon News Podcast.